0: Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Hey everybody, it's Suzanne Gallagher. Thanks for joining me today. Our episode title is Public Policy Matters, The Choice is Ours. When I first took this role, some parents suggested we should be politically neutral. They asked me to remove the word left from our literature I realized these moms of school-aged children were pretty naive about the influences we are experiencing today. In addition, uh, they didn't seem to understand simple government civics pertaining to school boards, elections, and their parental rights. Issues with public education used to be very politically neutral. In the 1950s, Everyone pretty much agreed the role of the school is to teach reading, writing, mathematics, science, biology, botany, history, civics, uh, physical education, and other electives like debate, music, art, uh, auto shop, clothing construction, and cooking. Political issues were mostly about funding bond measures and school transportation, But there wasn't this cultural divide uh, between parents regarding what was being taught. Well, welcome to 2020, when schools are teaching comprehensive sexuality education every year, beginning in kindergarten, critical race theory, uh, other controversial topics like uh, transgender options and anti-American Marxism. Not only that, schools have become social service agencies responsible for every child's health care, nutrition, and mental health counseling, now all too often without parents' permission or knowledge. These are the very reasons parents' rights in education exists, to restore parents' rights. We hope you will become part of the Parents' Rights in Education National Campaign. We've developed a proclamation for endorsement by school boards declaring November Parents' Rights in Education Month. We're asking all parents who care about their children's education to contact their school board and ask them to adopt our proclamation, affirming the rights of parents to influence policy and curriculum decisions. This is the heart of every school, the curriculum. Parents today care about curriculum, and they care about state and district policies infringing on their rights to make decisions about and with their minor children. The government has infringed upon those rights, and it's time to reestablish, to restore our rights. We are standing, we are starting at the local level with our school boards. These boards are elected governing bodies who decide policy and select curriculum, and yet they have drifted away from their responsibility to represent the community and the parents. School board members legally have the power to create and change school policies, and yet superintendents encourage members to comply with requests from state departments of education and teachers' unions. Here's the proclamation. In recognition of the vital importance for education excellence and meaningful collaboration between the school district and families, we recognize November as Parents' Rights in Education Month, whereas we acknowledge parents are a child's first and foremost educator and have the primary responsibility for education, care, and training of their children. And whereas education is comprised of a range of activities by which families and communities teach knowledge and skills, including ethical and behavioral norms and traditions. And whereas fairness and equity must be afforded to all students and families in the school district. And whereas public schools need cooperation and support of all parents and whereas the parent-child relationship shall be honored and supported by teachers, counselors, administrators and school board members. Therefore, we declare November Parents' Rights and Education Month, affirming the constitutional right of parents to direct the education and upbringing of their children. Our proclamation is very simple. We're just asking school boards, who do you represent? The proclamation establishes an understanding between school districts and their communities. It's a win-win for everyone. Please visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and click on the Parents Rights in Education Month image. There you will find all the information you need to implement this campaign in school districts in your state. Texas parents are running with this. How about you? Hey, speaking of politics, I've been watching closely to the news on the national stage addressing K-12 public education. Have you too? I am so impressed with our president's response to many issues we care about. Did you know President Trump signed an executive order in April of 2017 to start pulling the federal government out of K-12 education? following through on a campaign promise to return school control to state and local officials. The order, dubbed the Education Federalism Executive Order, launched a 300-day review of Obama-era regulations and guidance for school districts, and directed Education Secretary Betsy DeVos to modify or repeal measures she deems an overreach by the federal government. President Trump stated, quote, for too long, the government has imposed its will on state and local governments. The result has been education that spends more and achieves far, far less. I'll roger that one. My administration has been working to reverse this federal power grab and give back power to families, cities, states. Give power back to localities. Local control. He said previous administrations had increasingly forced schools to comply with whims and dictates from Washington, but his administration would break the trend. Quote, We know local communities know it best and do it best. The time has come to empower teachers and parents to make the decisions that help their students achieve success. Unquote. Mrs. DeVos and Vice President Mike Pence were on hand for the ceremony, which was attended by about 25 people, including teachers, lawmakers, and governors. The executive order was not expected to have an immediate impact on school districts. Policy changes would follow a report on the findings of the review. Mrs. DeVos has authority to modify or repeal regulations that are deemed a violation of federal law. The order, however, created a review for identifying those areas and makes clear her mandate from the president to take action. Reducing the federal government's role in K-12 is part of President Trump's reform agenda, which also includes the expansion of school choice programs. Parents' rights in education has made it clear We are leaning on the federal Department of Education to make necessary changes like these as a majority of funding for what we consider inappropriate curriculums is fueled by the federal government, directly or indirectly. We have contact with the Director for Center for Faith and Opportunity Initiatives with the Department of Education. She is committed to including Parents' Rights in Education in their ongoing work to restore parents' rights in K-12 public schools. Would you like to help us? We need your personal testimonies exposing the infringement on these rights. We will share them with our audience and the Department of Education. These real-life stories are encouraging to our followers who need to know they are not alone but they are also critical to making change so we can restore parents' right. Parents' Rights in Education has repeatedly claimed the anti-American teaching in our public schools is treasonous. Our public schools are supported by tax dollars and in no way should promote protests against our founding principles and the Constitution. President Trump showed us he is truly committed to make America first, Recently, on September 17, 2020, he announced the federal 1776 Commission to promote patriotic education, encouraging our educators to teach our children about the miracle of American history and to make plans to honor the 250th anniversary of our founding in 2026. Vice President Mike Pence introduced President Trump with some very inspirational words. He said, The character of our people and the principles enshrined there are the reason for our nation's unparalleled success. And they remain the greatest bulwark against tyranny in history. And the reason is simple. Our founders knew history. Sadly, we live in a time when too many are forgetting history. Today, Thomas Jefferson warned that if a nation expects to be ignorant and free in a state of civilization, it expects what never was and never will be. But sadly, we live in a time when some seek to erase our history and deny our nation's relentless march toward a more perfect union. As President Trump has observed, in too many of our schools and universities, millions of young people are educated by those who seek to wipe out our history, defame our heroes, erase our values, and indoctrinate our children. But we gather here today soon to hear from the President of the United States as Americans who are committed to affirming the greatness of this nation and the ideals of our founders. Our President understands what we all understand. If we don't teach the next generation the principles enshrined in these halls, we can't expect them to preserve them. No one can preserve what they do not love, and no one can love what they do not know. That's why this Constitution Day, our president will reaffirm our commitment to the principles and liberties that this administration has championed from day one and take measurable steps to ensure that future generations will continue to understand the historical and philosophical roots in our nation. President Trump's words are truly inspirational. Listen to this. Our mission is to defend the legacy of America's founding, the virtue of America's heroes, and the nobility of the American character. We must clear away the twisted web of lies in our schools and classrooms and teach our children the magnificent truth about our country. We want our sons and daughters to know that they are the citizens of the most exceptional nation in the history of the world. As we gather this afternoon, a radical movement is attempting to demolish this treasured and precious inheritance. We can't let that happen. Left-wing mobs have torn down statues of our founders Desecrated our memorials and carried out a campaign of violence and anarchy, far-left demonstrators have chanted the words, America was never great. The left has launched a vicious attack and violent assault on law enforcement, the universal symbol of the rule of law in America. These radicals have been aided and abetted by liberal politicians, establishment media, and even large corporations. Whether it is the mob on the street or the cancel culture in the boardroom, the goal is the same, to silence dissent, to scare you out of speaking the truth, and to bully Americans into abandoning their values, their heritage, and their way of life. We are here today to declare that we will never submit to tyranny. We will reclaim our history and our country for citizens of every race, color, religion, and creed. The radicals burning American flags want to burn down the principles enshrined in our founding documents, including the bedrock principle of equal justice under law. In order to radically transform America, they must first cause Americans to lose confidence in who we are, where we came from, and what we believe. Teaching this horrible doctrine to our children is a form of child abuse, in the truest sense of those words. For many years, the radicals have taken America's silence for weakness, but they're wrong. There is no more powerful force than a parent's love for their children, and patriotic moms and dads are going to demand that their children are no longer fed hateful lies about this country. American parents are not going to accept indoctrination in our schools, cancel culture at our work, or the repression of traditional faith, culture, and values in the public square. Not anymore. The left has warped, distorted, and defiled the American story with deceptions, falsehoods, and lies. There's no better example than the New York Times totally discredited 1619 Project. The 1619 Project rewrites American history to teach our children that we are founded on the principle of oppression, not freedom nothing could be further from the truth. Americans' founding set in motion the unstoppable chain of events that abolished slavery, secured civil rights, defeated communism and fascism, and built the most fair, equal, and prosperous nation in human history. Trump also said that some popular assessments of U.S. history bear a striking resemblance to the anti-American propaganda of our adversaries, students in our universities are inundated with critical race theory. This is a Marxist doctrine holding that America is a wicked and racist nation, and that even young children are complicit in oppression, and that our entire society must be radically transformed. Critical race theory is being forced into our children's schools. It is being imposed into workplace trainings, And it's being deployed to rip apart friends, neighbors, and families. A perfect example of critical race theory was recently published by the Smithsonian Institution. This document alleges that concepts such as hard work, rational thinking, and the nuclear family and belief in God were not values that unite all Americans, but were instead aspects of whiteness. This is offensive and outrageous to Americans of every ethnicity, and it is especially harmful to children of minority backgrounds who should be uplifted, not disparaged. Teaching this horrible doctrine to our children is a form of child abuse in the truest sense. We embrace the vision of Martin Luther King, where children are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. The left is attempting to destroy that beautiful vision and divide Americans by race in the service of political power. By viewing every issue through the lens of race, they want to impose a new segregation, and we must not allow that to happen. The only path to national unity is through our shared identity as Americans. That's why it is so urgent that we finally restore patriotic education to our schools. Under our leadership, the National Endowment of the Humanities has awarded a grant to support the development of a pro-American curriculum that celebrates the truth about our nation's great history. These words from our vice president and president are so encouraging and inspiring. We hear from parents daily, multiple times daily, about critical race theory, Uh, Black Lives Matter, this ideology is taught through online learning, the online classes that schools are offering right now. We live in a suburb of Portland, Oregon. High school students drove through our neighborhood pulling down American flags and throwing them in the bushes or in the street. Why are they doing that? Because they are being told That anyone who supports the United States, who displays the American flag, is a racist. That's got to stop. President Trump recently authorized uh, White House Budget Director Russ Vogt to cancel federal workforce training that use critical race theory. He set up a tip line. Contact him. Here it is. He wants you to report critical race theory and Black Lives Matter sightings to this address, fedalerts at omb.eop.gov. Tell them Parents' Rights and Education sent you. We will put this address in our podcast notes. Thanks for listening. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe Schools Summit. Featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. Check out events on our website. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax deductible non-profit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. See you next time to learn more about Parents' Rights now.